0: Tom Zappala, and John Mallory
1: JM my man how are you brother <laughs> What's up man how you doing How's the snow situation up there?
2: You know, they said we were supposed to get snow, but weirdly, it's like 75 and sunny. It's weird. Nah, very, nah, very nah, strange
1: nah. up here I, right now. I mean, I'm, I'm uh, so warm. It was it's ridiculous. I, 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 think, I think I'm crying shenanigans. <laughs> I'm crying shenanigans. <laughs> now, it is 75 down here, but it's a tad cloudy. It's a tad cloudy today.
2: You got to watch out for that with your fair skin. You know what
1: the, you know what the temperature here was yesterday? 86. 90, 9, 94. Nice. Yeah, no, it was too hot. Did you go swimming or anything? No, Ellen and I, you know what I did? Ellen and I sat under a palm tree right outside our door. (laughs) That's great. in 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 our lounge chairs, and I smoked a Baccarat cigar that was fantastic. Nice, nice. And then I'm reading, for all of you liberals, I'm reading a great book. I'm reading... The book—it's called *The Great American*, the greatest American radio host on Rush Limbaugh. It's a great book. Love it. Oh, Absolutely God. love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen—we uh, have a great show today. We're going to be bringing in very shortly Paul Borges from PB Collectibles, your neighborhood card shop. Right. right that's that's what this. His company represents all the small shops across the country. Then our main guest, of course, is a good friend that we haven't had on, and he yelled at me because we haven't had him on for quite a while, Uh, our good friend Brian Drent from Mile High Card Company. Yep. Uh, And then towards the end, we've got Jordan, the uh, Gen Z Jordan uh, Gilroy (laughs) from Leland's will be joining us. Jordan is kind of like, uh, he's a modern guy. Brian's a vintage guy. Paul's a vintage guy. I'm a vintage guy. You're kind of... Both ends. You play both. I don't like
2: to be put into any kind of label or
1: box. I'm <laughs> I'm all over the place, man. All right, first hour headline. An eighty-two this is this is unbelievable. An eighty-two-year-old Colorado man, Colorado man, whose name is not Brian Drent, <laughs> charged an eight hundred thousand dollar sports card fraud scheme. An eighty-two-year-old Colorado man is facing federal charges of conspiracy to commit wire fraud in a case involving counterfeit graded sports cards. A complaint unsealed Wednesday morning charges Mayo Gilbert McNeil with knowingly selling fake high-grade cards in a scheme that netted him 800 grand in cash and other cards in a scheme that went over for four years, J.M. Wow. He made his appearance in U.S. District Court there. He was released on $50,000 bond, $50, bond and will be arraigned in the Eastern District of New York in Brooklyn uh, later on this month. He was assigned a public defender in the case. If you want to read the rest of this go to sportscollectorsdaily.com my good friend Rich Miller they do a great job. 80 You know yeah, What is what, this going to stop? But man? you know what what's is troubling is that
2: and I think it's with the rise in popularity, the rise in value. You know, we've talked about cards as an investment a lot, you know, over the last few months and it's amazing, a lot of and I know you pick the headlines, but they're there. It's not like you create them.
1: Every a week. lot of them
2: are about crime. Lately. Every single About week, break-ins you know, I, I and, and,
1: and schemes and... And I want to talk to Paul about that. Let's bring him in right now. Paul Borges from PB Collectibles, your neighborhood card shop. How are you, Paul? Good. How are you guys? Thanks for Paul, having me. I'm going to ask you, I mean, what did you think? And you're a card, you have a card shop. I, don't, I know it's not a big one. But if I owned a card shop, I mean, I would have bulletproof glass and metal shutters, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, how, how do you protect? Uh, what's the best way to protect the card shop?
3: Well, I'll tell you, that's a really great question, and I've been very fortunate where I am. Uh, I haven't had any issues or problems. Well, you're in Newport, have, Rhode
1: a, Island for car. I, <laughs> I have a good security. Well, I have a good have The biggest crime there in the <laughs> last two years is someone <laughs> jaywalked. Right. He's
2: going to see no, someone no, charge please. the shop with croquet mallets. It's, exactly. Uh,
0: right.
3: <laughs> heavy, heavy insurance, a good alarm system, and uh, – yeah. No, I haven't had any issue or problem in the four years I've been here. So,
1: <laughs> God bless you, man. God yeah. bless you. Hey, listen, you've got some great stuff. You showed me a 1941 Yankee ticket stub from Lou Gehrig Day. Right here. That is very cool.
3: So that, Where the hell did you pick that up? So that came into the shop uh, last week uh, with a bunch of uh, vintage slabs and uh, a really cool piece. This is the day that uh, it's only a month after Lou Gehrig passed. And that's the day that they actually retired his number. So it's a really cool, like I said, a really cool piece uh, with Lou Gehrig. I'm going to be sending it off to PSA to get it slabbed. Uh, so, yeah, really cool.
1: The other thing is, uh, Jamin, then you can Oh, I just, uh, my my camera just fell. <laughs> it's a good look at, at Zap's notes right there. That was yeah. good. Witches, <laughs> which has never happened
3: before.
1: Wow. Hey. Um, You have some signed balls by Ted Williams, and they're signed Theodore Samuel
3: Williams. Is there more value in a card like that? Without question. And actually, I'm disappointed because I haven't picked them up yet, but hopefully either in the next day or two. They actually came in from a friend of mine who is an usher at Fenway Park and uh, another usher. Who had kept telling me, "I have these, I have these, I have these." So we worked out a deal, put together the deal. Now I just got to go pick them up. So uh, very cool, I'm very excited. There's three of them: Theodore, Samuel, Williams. So yeah, very cool. A couple, cool. Of Mantles, a couple of Dimaggio. So yeah, those are all good. Champ PB, can I call you PB? Of course you can. Do
2: people call you PB? Yes, they do. They do. So I'm going to start calling, I'm going to start calling you PB. That's mm-hmm.
1: like Toby. Yeah. Um, Everybody calls him JT except us. We exchange Damn. emails
2: like, you know, pre show with the immense prep that Zap and I do for this program. Um, <laughs> I just saw the notes Zap had, had, like four things on it. That's it for the whole <laughs> show, by the way. Um we have paper's all but over the you, place. You mentioned a, a collection. I don't know if you have it yet or if you go. You're like a guy, like, we need to follow him around with a camera, Zap. He goes out and gets these calls and goes out and finds stuff. Talk about this vintage baseball and football collection from. 57 to 67
3: that you either have or you're going to have totally funny story it was from uh, bristol rhode island which is only a couple of towns over but yeah. uh, i had come back from a card show in Dedham, mass uh on sunday and uh i'm just sitting down to watch the oscars and my phone rang and and the guy said i'm really kind of you know want to put this together and anyway make a long story short the next thing you know uh, i'm getting uh leaving the house and Headed to Bristol on Sunday night uh, after being out all day, and uh, so we're in the process. It's probably about ten thousand cards.
2: I uh, mean, you, you got 30, some
3: Hall of 30, Famers 30, 30, 30. in there, some rookie oh, cards. Yeah, yes. I think there's about twenty-five different mantles wow. from fifty-seven to sixty. Now, are they great? They're yeah, all raw. Right, they right, raw? right. Everything in the collection is raw, but yeah, uh, lots of Aaron's, lots of Kofax
1: Yeah, Paul, so, how how you, know, will you break that up? How would you how you know take us through the process? What do you do with that? I mean, do you break them up into, into lots? How, how are you going to do that?
3: For for me, I'm going to break them down into star cards, Hall of Famers. Uh, I pull the Hall of Famers, and we'll send that all out to grade. And then the commons and stuff, then I'll break that into lots. And uh, I have some people that are building sets and so forth. And the condition, I would say, uh, nothing's creased, nothing's all rounded or anything. They're pretty, they're pretty nice. Some are better than others. But I wouldn't say any – I would call the condition X. So I think they're going to come back pretty well.
1: Awesome. Some of the other stuff you have, can you show us a few? We yeah. have about a minute and a half, two minutes. Yeah.
3: Uh, this came in on Sunday, Nice, uh, usual in a PSA 4. Yeah, it's that's, a little, the 48. that's the
1: 48, right?
3: 48 Bowman yeah. rookie. <clears throat> uh, this was a few weeks ago, but a campy in a 7, Nice, which is really, really nice. That's a rookie card? Yep, rookie. It's really clean. I really like it. It's beautiful. And then uh, I got a Gil Hodges and a PSA 6.5 that came in uh, last week. Uh, this came in with the Garrick ticket. Uh, nice and, and it's it's a lower grade but still it sells for me uh it's affordable uh in a, in a one it's a clean looking one and then uh, the last of my errands i had a bunch of errands this is in a psa four yeah and then a, and a collector came in with um a couple of uh pete rose rookies one in a and a seven which is really nice and yeah. one in a five uh and you know uh, Mantle and a seven
1: yeah that's so good stuff that's man. a nice card yeah that's a nice card yeah you know again
3: th-
1: that's that those are all very affordable cards uh and that's that's you know that's what a i know we like gotta go zap but
2: pb do you keep um do you keep memorabilia i see a lot of cards you know baseballs behind Do you keep yeah. other types of memorabilia in store yeah. or do you so go by yes, what the customer's looking for
3: I Like, here's a Mickey Mantle, and I have a few mantle pieces here at the shop. Yeah. I have a couple of bats. I have a couple of balls, <laughs> uh, a siever with the HOF. Um, I love that stuff. Primarily, yeah. I like to try to keep Hall of Fame stuff, and, and that's what my customer base is pretty much looking for. Yeah. I do have um, – I call this more modern, but now the uh, leading scorer, of the an NBA LeBron James packs, 03 Chrome. Right. And uh, this came in the other day, some chrome uh, LeBron. So I try to have a little variety of everything here in a nice small little space. And uh, it's been really good. And it's starting. We're, we're getting ready for our busy season.
1: Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, your website
3: address is? pbcollectibles.com. And it, uh, we're having a brand new site being built in a couple of weeks. It should be all done.
1: Guys, you got to check out, especially if you're, new, you're in the New England area, get in your car, drive down to Newport. It's a beautiful city. And uh, again, Paul's—we uh, love Paul's uh, operation because it is Americana at your best. It's that again. The, the tagline is "PB Collectibles: Your Neighborhood Car Shop." It doesn't say any more than that. All right, Paul. Thanks so much for coming aboard, and we'll see you down the road. Thanks, thanks PB. Guys.
2: Have a great day.
1: Take care. Bye bye. Good guy. Yeah. I'm just man. very
2: excited about calling him PB,
1: <laughs> like peanut butter. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, yes, we, uh... yeah. All right, so listen, uh, now our main guest, who we love, um, we haven't had him on for quite a while. You're like, you know, you're like Jimmy Fallon. You're like every
2: guest we love. You don't love every guest. Some guys are just Jimmy, like. Don't, I mean, listen, we, do me a favor. You're like Jimmy don't, Fallon. You're kissing don't, don't, up. You need to be more like Letterman. And... Do not compare me to Jimmy <laughs> Fallon.
1: Please. Don't compare me to Jimmy Fallon or the other guy. What's the other guy? Jimmy Kimmel? Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Neither one of those. Two. Neither one is funny. They're both.
2: Let's, Jimmy Fallon is very talented, uh, yes, but I don't Brian. like him as a talk show host.
1: All right, let's bring in our guest, Ms. Brian Drent from Mile High Card Company. Hey, Brian, how are you, brother?
4: I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Brian Man, Drent, we who, who we love, by we the miss- way. We love Brian. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brian, <laughs> we, uh, we haven't <laughs> seen you in a while, but uh, you've had a hell of a year, number one. Uh, is 2023 off to a good start?
4: Yeah, we're off to a good start. We're just uh, putting the finishing touches on a catalog that's at our designer right now. And then it'll go on to the printer for our April uh, auction. So uh, that's a nice way to start the year. Um, Just uh, got back from the Philadelphia show uh, and then uh, headed out to the uh, Chicago show in a couple of days.
1: You're all over the place. Listen, I know you're a vintage guy, primarily deep down inside you're a vintage guy. I have about three million four hundred and fifty thousand Jama rent cards. Uh, <laughs> would you be interested in them? Uh, I'll give them all to you for like twenty nine ninety five. Jazz sorry. got some.
2: Jazz got some things he's got to deal with right now.
1: <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't mean to 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 beat a dead horse, Brian. But you know, I, you and I and JM and Rico and Derek and. Joe Orlando, we've we spoke about this ad nauseum, but this is a perfect example why you have to be careful investing in modern and ultra modern cards, correct? I mean, how many times have we seen it now with Marat, with Tatis, with uh, who else? Uh, 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 uh name a few other people, name, you know right? What I mean? Right? Right? I mean, uh, uh, people really have to be careful, don't you agree with that? Yeah, you there
4: have so many. Factors at play that influence the value of your cards. Obviously, the player's performance, injuries. Uh, you know, in, in, in uh, Tatis's uh, uh, situation, steroids and Jaws' uh, situation. Uh, you shouldn't bring guns to the club.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you, you know. know, you shouldn't bring guns to the club. You, sh- you should. You <laughs> shouldn't. You think. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <God>. <laughs> he's from the Plaxico Burris School of uh, Professional Sports <laughs> God, oh hey my. Brian we talked about um, you know how things are going for you guys so far obviously you're one of the best in the business but can you talk a little bit because I don't know if I've asked you this before um, you know you go on your website and you know the big big letters are up there consign with us can you talk a little bit about the consignment process with Mile High, you know, once maybe someone that hasn't done it before, that oh, I've got this or I found this, and I want to start the whole process. How does it work?
4: Yeah, John, it, it happens every day, and and that's why it's such an exciting thing to come to work in the morning. Uh, you know, it can be a, a phone call from somebody who found uh, a collection, found something they believe might have value. Yeah, it can be time collector that's decided to move in a different direction uh maybe liquidate some stuff it could be from the family of somebody who unfortunately passed away right so there's ways that uh people reach out and different reasons why they reach out uh to ourselves um it's a very simple process it can be initiated by phone calls it can be initiated by emails mm-hmm. Uh um, You know, obviously, we travel to a a good number of shows throughout the country. So there's a multitude of ways to get in contact with us, uh, run something by us. The process uh, really is, you know, find out what the material is, find out how, uh, uh, you know, what interest they have in in going to auction. Um, And then, you know, furthermore, you know, we have people ship us material all the time. I, as well as a couple other guys here at the office, will go out and pick up larger consignments uh, we're able to use uh, docuSign yep. to sign up, send out consignment contracts so it's really a, a pretty simplistic uh, approach and, and very uh, streamlined
2: do you normally yeah. have people send you photos first, Brian
4: uh, yeah, so you can get at least
2: people, a little bit of a look at them
4: you know all the way from people just uh, you know taking a picture with their smartphone and texting it over right you know you know it starts out sometimes it starts out uh, very simply uh, just a quick image and then uh, we're able to figure out what they have and and then uh, they're able to um, you know give us more detail into what the collection contains obviously some people uh, have graded cards already uh, authenticated memorabilia. They're able to send a detailed list, so we know exactly what we're. Worth now, la-
2: last question on this app, then you can move. So no, let, okay. let's I'm say he's, you see the let's say somebody. you see the picture. You okay? This is something we're interested in. Can you send the? Do then? Do you then get it graded for the customer? Do they have to get it graded first?
4: Yeah, we can handle the process. Gotcha. From- Um, from that standpoint where we would take the items, uh, or the collection on a consignment basis, decide what needs to be graded, what needs to be authenticated, whether it's cards, autographs, uh, game use jerseys, type one photos, whatever the case may be, we're able to facilitate that. We, uh, definitely, uh, put up the, uh. Uh, authentication fees, and then usually subtract those out of the, pro- uh, out of the proceeds of the sale. Gotcha.
1: I, I am, uh, you know, uh, uh, Brian and I spoke last week. I'm going to be sending Brian. Uh, Brian, when is, when is your summer auction? Is it in August? Uh, July. July. Yeah, I'll be sending you some material. <clears throat> I'm uh, kind of taking my collection, the jam, you know this, and I'm kind of spreading it out amongst all uh, my friends. Right. And uh, everybody's going to get a little something. I don't know how much.
2: But I know. So am I? Am I on this this friggin' friend list or not? What What's the deal here? JM,
1: <laughs> you're out. I hate to you're, out. you're out. You're out. You're uh, out. God. We are chatting with Brian Drent from Mile High Card Company. You know what we're going to do? We're going to take a little break now. Okay. Uh, and then when we come back, uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, your upcoming auction. Uh, what's going on in the market is it soft, what's hot, what's not hang in there, we'll be right back
2: Since 1996 Brian Drent and the staff at Denver's Mile High Card Company have led the charge in the collectibles hobby Mile High is a full service dealer specializing in buying and selling cards and offers a competitive consignment program for all collectors whether it be their computerized want list service, appraisals or auction services Mile High has it all If you've been searching for a company with a selection of high-grade vintage 1888 to 1970 baseball cards and memorabilia that shares your passion, aim high, mile high. Go to milehighcardcode.com or call 303-840-2784 for more
4: information. This is Brian Drent, president of Mile High Card Company. Is your sports card and memorabilia collection properly insured? For easily replaced personal property, homeowner's insurance is all most people need. But for prized possessions that you may have spent a lifetime collecting, it doesn't go nearly far enough. Collectibles Insurance Services has been insuring for over 50 years. They offer a full range of protection and a $0 deductible at an affordable rate with no appraisals required. I know because they insure my collection you have a minute go to collectinsure.com and learn more about insuring your personal card or memorabilia collection.
5: Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auctions here to remind you that the renowned Memory Lane Collectibles Company has served as a beacon of light to the collecting community for the past several decades. Indeed, folks, it has been our utmost privilege and pleasure to provide the most enthusiastic collectors with an abundance of the finest sports cards and memorabilia for America's most coveted sports personalities via our world-class auctions. Whether you choose either a private sale transaction or the auction route, Memory Lane cordially invites you to reach out to us to maximize the value of your prized possessions. Also, it is not just sales that we pride ourselves on being the best of the rest, because if you are seeking a particular keepsake for your esteemed gathering, we will be relentless in our quest to find that special piece to fulfill your collecting dreams. So no time to wait. Reach out to us today for the purposes of capitalizing on our unparalleled marketing capabilities. Simply pick up the phone and dial 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE or find us on the World Wide Web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Now is the time for your valued consignment to ultimately become another one of memory lane's record setting prices
4: how would you like to own the bat that was used by your favorite player when he hit that towering home run or game-winning base hit now look no further than JT Sports specializing in the sale and authentication of professional game used bats as the official authenticators of professional model game used bats for PSA DNA J.T. Sports will guarantee the authenticity of any bat purchased from them. J.T. Sports also buys and sells game-worn uniforms, gloves, and baseball equipment. The unique quality of the collectible is what J.T. Sports is all about. Give them a call at 609-487-8003
1: or check them out at GameUseBats.com. Okay, we are back. We are chatting with Brian Drent from Mile High Card Company. JM is in the house, and Chrissy, our beautiful Aussie friend, is producing the show today. Hey, Brian, um, signed cards. Signed cards have really picked up a head of steam, haven't yeah, they? They have.
4: Oh, big time! Yeah, for sure.
1: I mean, you know, twenty years ago, fifteen years ago, it was that was a no-no having a signed card. What happened all of a sudden?
4: It was definitely a no-no when you when you thought of, you know, high-caliber cards being signed. You know, rookie cards of Mantle and Mays and, and and things of that nature. Nobody did that, and it was kind of frowned upon. Now those seem to be uh, one of the most active and popular segments within the uh, within the hobby.
2: Yeah, it's uh it's amazing how things have changed with that. And there's a whole, you know, a whole different set of things when people are trying to sell it or consign it. You have to get, you know, authentication on the signature. So it's a little bit more of a complicated transition there when they're working with someone like you, right, Brian?
4: Yeah, absolutely. A lot of times we get the uh, card dual uh, graded, where they're grading obviously the uh, the card as well as the autograph. Um, I ran into a really advanced collector at the Philadelphia show, where he's collecting a you know a rookie card of every Hall of Famer from the NBA Hall of Fame and uh, the Basketball Hall of Fame, and uh, he was down to I think he only needed three cards. Uh, to complete the seventy-five cards that were on the list, so that wow. was pretty impressive. That's cool. nice. That's neat, Brian.
1: Uh, let's talk about some of this. Some of the items you have coming up. I see you have a fifty-two tops a Willie Mays PSA eight. Wow. Yeah. I do very cool card. Tell us about it. Yeah, that's a card that,
4: interestingly, uh, uh, we've had in the last couple of auctions as well. We got another one from uh, a longtime collector. It's a card that really has grown tremendously in the appreciation of the card itself and then obviously dollar-wise. Um, when you look at it in regards to the Mantle card, which has always been uh, kind of the barometer, uh, this card, uh, again, both of the players had rookie cards in the 51 Bowman issue, and then Mays also has a 52 Tops while. The uh the mantle comes from the high number series. I think the maze was always undervalued, but now has steadily climbed and uh they've been selling uh between two hundred and ten and two hundred and fifty thousand uh in PSA eight. So we're glad to have that card in the next auction. And awesome. you have
2: you have a fifty two uh Jackie Robinson PSA eight also, right? Yeah
4: that we haven't been able to offer in an eight in in a good while again uh, it comes from the high number series um, and uh, it's just one of the most fabulous cards kind of a you know historical card being uh, you know Jackie's first tops card and uh, just has a tremendous look this one's really well centered which a lot of times that card has a tilt to it even in high grade so I'm excited to see what that card's going to do. uh,
2: Brian, have you seen, and I talk about this with a lot of our guests, because I've just seen it over the last year, year and a half, um, an uptick with Robinson Mays. uh, Another guy I think is Clemente. We talk more about him. Henry Aaron, perhaps sadly because of his passing. But have you seen a bit of an uptick in popularity and desire for those cards from customers?
4: Yeah, for sure. I think right now, uh, those four players may be amongst, uh, if not the very top uh, players uh, in in terms of value rising in in their vintage cards, uh, especially the 50s material.
1: You know, I've asked this question to over the last month or so to many of our guests. These you know, take those four and put them aside right sure. behind them. You've got the Al K. lines of the world. Uh, you've got the uh, guys like George Brett. You've got guys like uh, I don't know. Uh, Reg, how about Reggie Jackson? You know, Reggie I know Jackson. I, I know that for era you're getting example. into. The Mike Schmidt, guys like Carew. that, right? Yeah. Are those guys are they picking up ahead of steam or is it? Still- yeah, you know what? It's
4: interesting that uh, that you say that because I'm absolutely seeing a good uptick for guys like Brett, a guy like uh, even you know Seaver, um, you know. Right. Uh, Uh, Carew, things of that nature. It's interesting that you named uh, Al Kaline in there. Al Kaline, uh, incredibly popular player, starts his career in 54. He never plays in the minor leagues, goes right from high school to the big leagues, and then uh, stays with the same team all the way through 74 uh popular team the Detroit Tigers. Interestingly in this auction we have some great K-line material. We got a collection of K-line material and I'm really excited to be able to uh to offer it headlined by his personal 1959 uh Sporting News Gold Glove.
1: Oh, it, that's cool. Uh, oh, that's neat. Is,
4: yeah. It's a fabulous item. Um, and then we also, in addition to that, uh, we have a 66 Road uh, K-Line uh, jersey and both a 73 Home and Road K-Line jerseys. All three of them have been graded and authenticated Mears A10. So they're just amazing uh,
1: jerseys. Ryan, are you, are you getting more and more into memorabilia or has it always been a pretty whatever the split is? You know what? I'll tell you what. Obviously,
4: uh, maybe it's through the name of the company, Mile High Card Company. We've always been focused on cards. We've always been looked to for cards, and, and I think that's where uh, our expertise lies. But unlike other auction houses that may have a specific uh, expertise, a specific uh, area of interest that they focus on, I think Mile High Card Company's has always been able to achieve great uh, results with truly nice pieces of memorabilia we have some fabulous uh uh photos in this auction we have a uh oh gosh what is it a uh um type one uh george burke photo of luke eric it's been and it's autographed and the autograph has been uh authenticated by psa dna and graded uh jim Min. 10 so that's going to be a fabulous item as well we have a type one a uh, photo of Jackie Robinson signed and authenticated by PSA DNA. So there's some really nice memorabilia in this auction. Several uh, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig's signed balls. One of them being graded PSA DNA eight. So that it's it's going to be an exciting auction.
2: Hey Brian, I was looking at some of the items that went in your your last auction at the end of, at the end of January, um, sure. and there was some great. Great cards in there. And a couple of players kind of jumped out at me. And I was wondering what happened. Like a guy like a Roger Maris. Now, a lot of, you know, uh, Judge had the 62 home runs last year. All right. And so he, he broke his record. I know it's not the record, but a lot of people don't recognize Bonson McGuire for their own <laughs> reasons. I get it. Was there any juice on Maris, you know, with that race? Did interest in Maris go up because his name was kind of back, you know, in the headlines, even though he does. He's not the al leader anymore or
4: anything like I think, that yeah, you know that's a great uh, question it's just uh, roger maris has always been a central figure just because of uh the home runs and like you said bonds and mcguire's records kind of uh, uh maybe are a bit tarnished so they've always focused on the maris number right uh judge breaking that number i think uh uh, that definitely brought some attention to Roger Maris. He's got some tremendous cards. Obviously, the fifty-eight rookie. <clears throat> I think um, I truly believe his sixty-two card in really high grade eight, and spe- more specifically nine. We've been fortunate enough to have a couple nines. Probably is amongst, if not at the very top of the list of the very di- most difficult star cards in the si- decade of the sixties.
1: Brian, you know, uh, with the demise of someone like Joe Pepitone. Um, the passing of Pepitone. Does a card when after a you know as soon as a player passes, does the does the value of that card spike? I know it's kind of a morbid question, but it's a it's a fact. You know, or is it a fact?
4: You know, I think in situations where a player gets into his seventies, eighties, obviously nineties, you know that that person, um, you know, we all have a certain shelf life, if you will, yeah. and. So we know, obviously, those people are getting closer to the end than they are to the beginning. I think maybe, uh, unfortunately, when a when when a former player dies young, that may have more of an impact than even uh, dying, you know, passing away at an older age. Brian, in that
2: same in that same vein, and you can talk about. Vintage guys long past. We just, you know, we just had a guy Tom Brady who announced his retirement. I think this time it's for good. Okay, uh, what happens in that interim time now? Well, uh, it's a Brady. Okay, so he's, you know, he's a Babe Ruth caliber player in football in terms of what he accomplished. All right, right. yeah, all right? So what happens now in, in that in between time between now and whatever it is, the four or five years till he's in the Hall of Fame? Did, is there a spike in Brady popularity because he retired? Are people waiting now for the Hall of Fame? And you can apply that to past players as well. What are your thoughts on that?
4: I think uh, in the situation of a Brady or anybody else of that kind of Ruthian ilk, yeah. uh, there, there is no uh, stop and start, if you will, yeah. from the end of the to the hall of fame induction i think they're collected widely throughout that period of time kyla kind of like a jordan was and brady will be and there's there's only a, cer- a certain kind of you know guy like that sure the other guys that are have fabulous careers but they're not on that level i do think that they're when they're out of the public eye maybe that uh, the focus isn't on them until until their hall of fame inductions right
1: we are chatting with Brian Drent from Mile High Card Company. Let's talk for a minute, JM, about Joe Drelick and the gang at the CSA shows. All right. CSA shows is proud to present. The, I, I did it again. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on with Jeez. this camera. <laughs> so Hold what was it? What
2: was it before the show? Vodka or tequila? No, what are, what are we, I'm sh- it's the box. What are the we talking about
1: cooking. here? <laughs> Brian, seriously, Brian, do I look okay? Is the profile all right?
4: It looks good.
2: Thank you. You look like the old man of the mountain in New Hampshire after it fell off.
1: (laughs) CSA Shows is proud to present the Chantilly Show being held on March 31st to April 2nd, held at the Dulles Expo Center in Chantilly, Virginia, just minutes from the Dulles International Airport. Celebrating over 27 years at the same location, there'll be over 300 dealer tables exhibiting over 100,000 square feet of space, J.M., With both vintage sports cards and memorabilia, as well as modern-day sports treasures, you won't have to look very far for that special card, bat, ball, or autograph. Major auction houses and third-party grading companies will be on site to assist you with your collecting and authentication needs. Some of your favorite superstars will be on hand, including football greats Trevor Lawrence, Jamar Chase, CeeDee Lamb, Micah Parsons, Randy Moss, Emmett Smith, and many, many more. For more information, go to www.csashows.com. That's the Chantilly Show, where you can find all of your sports collectible treasures. Well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well done. Uh, Hey, Brian. Yeah. yeah, 1957 Topps Basketball Five-Cent Wax Pack. How the hell do you get your hands on something (laughs)
4: like that? that I was actually just kind of... uh, yeah, As we're talking, looking through the items that are uh, in the auction, and that is really an exciting uh, offering. I've been doing this a long time. That's the first time we've had a pack like that. We've never had a 57-Tops basketball pack. 61 Fleer basketball packs and even unopened boxes are out there. Yeah, uh, Adam, uh, you see them from time to time. That doesn't mean they're not tremendous. They are. But the 57 tops pack is a completely different animal. I mean, uh, I think there's only six or eight of them on the population report with PSA. And in terms of collectors that collect vintage unopened, Truthfully, everyone needs that pack. It's just a pack that's uh, uh, you know, a gigantic elephant in the room. You can't uh, uh, complete your run of vintage packs without it. So we expect a great deal of interest in that pack.
1: Now, can you take us through your prediction? I, obviously, you don't know what it's going to sell for, but what yeah. will something like that start at? And what's what your what's your estimate?
4: Yeah, we're starting that pack at, at, at merely $5,000. I think that pack will sell in advance of a hundred thousand dollars. I really, really? do. Really?
2: So this is an unopened pack of cards. Yeah, sure. So from nineteen fifty-seven, it's, it's the first. It's the first I, yeah, issue, right? The, so we know the, who ba- could. We know the people that could be in there.
1: Yeah, but you know that's interesting. It's interesting you say that, Brian, because it's just you never ever, as, as JM is saying, it's it's mind-boggling that that pack very well could go for a hundred grand. Yeah,
4: sure. You know, if you really think about it, and I know each of you guys looks at auction uh, catalogs and uh, offerings within uh, competitors of ours auctions, and I don't remember the last time a fifty-seven pack was offered. And, so let me uh, ask so both it- both you guys a
2: question, if I could on this. So let's say I sell everything I've ever owned in my life, and I get the hundred grand, and uh, <laughs> and I buy that. Okay, do I open it?
4: You know, I think there are packs that uh, definitely you have to ask yourself, do I open it? Maybe like a 61 Fleer pack. Uh, small set. Right. Uh- you know a certain number of cards in the in the pack. Obviously, you know what you can get in this situation. The scarcity and rarity, really, of that pack, I think, kind of belies the 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 potential of, of opening it. And, and uh, I don't see anybody opening that.
1: Pack. Well, not only that, Brian, but that pack. Uh, I mean, and I agree with you. That pack, when uh, has never, I mean, it's it's a pack like. I don't know. Look, take the Bill Russell, for instance, okay? I mean, it's next to impossible to get a Bill Russell in a really, really high grade because of the way, the centering and all of that in that pack, right? The so, oh, yeah. So so you may be better off not opening the pack. Uh, but but then, JM, with another pack, yeah, I mean, you, you know, do you roll the dice, right. you, you know, you're right. in Vegas, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> It's yeah. a good question. Yeah. I mean I mean uh, I've done that with uh you know uh 1990 uh <laughs> No I'm just kidding. Uh <laughs> There are there are uh, uh, I I guess there are people people that do it but uh I don't know man that's a, that's a tough one. It, Ryan is the market softening.
4: I don't believe so in terms of the vintage material. I think uh you know if anything uh Mellowing might be a better word uh, for the very, very top items when they're offered. The prices will be extraordinary uh, because it's it's an opportunity to buy something that you're not going to get another chance. On stuff that's offered on a regular basis, you may see a slight mellowing in terms of the vintage material. Obviously, we we all understand uh, prices in regards to modern and then obviously even ultra modern were like a runaway freight train, and they have come back and, and probably will continue to come back a little bit.
1: You hey. know, Brian, uh, FYI, we're we're going to be uh, participating. JM, actually, I don't know if you know this. But uh, there is a uh, a card show that is in, well, it's, they've already had one there. Something that you really, really may want to, uh, and I'll be more than happy to hook you up with the uh, principals. Uh, it's called the Fenway Card Show. And in May, uh, do you know Chris Costa? Uh, uh, I don't know. If-
4: I know of Chris, and I think I've met him once, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, so uh, it looks like the. the the Henry Group, Fenway Park, the Red Sox—they bought into it. And in May, uh, there will be a giant card show uh, on the cork in the concourse uh, at Fenway Park. And I was talking to Chris, and they really, really—they they mentioned you. They really uh, wanted, you know, to, to build up. I think the light is going on, to be honest with you, and they really, really feel that they need a really good vintage. Uh, Presence, because as I said, the lights gone on, and they they clearly understand now that it's like it's like the base uh, of of any portfolio. So, you may want to think about that uh, in the future, because that that'd be a great card show at Fenway Park.
4: Absolutely, we should that'd do be a show from there.
1: Um, yeah, that's well, that's what we talked about. Chris will be coming on with us uh, sometime uh, in late April. Uh. All right, listen, Brian, we have about a minute left. Uh, so when is the when is the, uh, the auction? Which, give us the yeah, particulars.
4: On April 3rd, and, and the auction will close April 20th. Uh, again, like I said, we're going to be uh, in Chicago this coming weekend, um, and we'll have uh, a lot of the highlights from the auction displayed. As well, uh, the uh, second week of April will be in Strongsville, uh, just outside of Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, again, uh, just a short while before the end of that auction, but we'll have a lot of the highlights from the auction displayed there. Uh, you can go to milehighcardco.com, milehighcardco.com. Uh, register if you're not already registered, and uh, we're looking forward to a tremendous auction.
1: Fantastic, Brian. As always, we love having you here, and uh, we'll I see gotta you, guys ask, Before I got to ask Sean real quick,
2: Sean Payton, Broncos, are you excited? Yeah.
1: Yeah, we talked about that off-air real
4: yeah. quick, Jay. Um I'm excited. I'm a season ticket holder, and nice. this past seven years has been, uh, uh, been excruciating, but uh, it's <laughs> nice to have a real back in, uh, in the fold. Yeah, he's for real. All
1: right, we're going to take a little break. Brian, as always, uh, thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you down the road.
4: I look forward to it, guys. I'll see you in uh, Boston. In April. Absolutely see in April. See
1: you, Brian. See you guys. Pristine Auction is a
0: family-owned and operated online auction specializing in autographed memorabilia, sports cards, coins, art, and collectibles. Since their founding in 2010, they've grown to two facilities in Phoenix, Arizona, totaling over 60,000 square feet. Jared Cavalli and an incredible staff of over 150 team members serve a very large customer base and enjoy every minute of it. By working with leading authentication companies, Pristine ensures all items are 100% authentic. In addition, third-party authenticators regularly travel to Pristine Auction to provide authentication services on-site. Pristine Auction strives to operate its business in a way that's honoring to God, their families, and their customers. With a strong focus on speed, quality, and premier customer service, their mission is to be the leading online auction for every level of collector and fan. Pristine also works for Hope Sports and Identity Hoops International. Traveling to Mexico to build houses for the less fortunate, Pristine Auction offers several online auction formats with thousands of auctions ending each day. For more information, go to pristineauction.com. That's Pristine Auction, the best in the business. If you're a discerning collector interested in owning the most important pieces in the hobby, look no further than Leland's Auctions the hobby's leading sports auction house for four decades.
6: It's often been said that championships are won on the practice field and world records come only to those willing to work harder than everybody else. Heritage Auctions is the world's largest collectibles auctioneer because we believe that becoming the best is only an invitation to the challenge of remaining the best. This requires the skills of the hobby's top experts
5: Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auctions here to remind you that the renowned Memory Lane Collectibles Company has served as a beacon of light to the collecting community for the past several decades. Indeed, folks, it has been our utmost privilege and pleasure to provide the most enthusiastic collectors with an abundance of the finest sports cards and memorabilia for America's most coveted sports personalities via our world-class auctions. Whether you choose either a private sale transaction or the auction route, Memory Lane cordially invites you to reach out to us to maximize the value of your prized possessions. Also, it is not just sales that we pride ourselves on being the best of the rest, because if you are seeking a particular keepsake for your esteemed gathering, we will be relentless in our quest to find that special piece to fulfill your collecting dreams. So no time to wait, Reach out to us today for the purposes of capitalizing on our unparalleled marketing capabilities. Simply pick up the phone and dial 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE or find us on the World Wide Web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Now is the time for your valued consignment to ultimately become Another one of Memory Lane's record-setting prices.
7: They are prized possessions, and you need a place to store them that is safe and secure. The eBay Vault is exactly that. An insured, climate-controlled facility with state-of-the-art security that guards your valuable collection around the clock. Your vault account is protected by two-step verification and easily accessible through eBay collection. And everything stored in the eBay Vault is backed by Authenticity Guarantee buying and selling is a seamless experience. When you buy an eligible card on eBay, it can be sent directly to the eBay vault at checkout. Or, if it's already in the eBay vault, you can just keep it there. And selling from the eBay vault is just as easy. Every card in the vault has been expertly inspected, detailed, and photographed, so you can quickly sell it with a pre-populated listing. And if your buyer chooses to withdraw their card from the eBay vault, we handle packing, shipping, and insurance. And same goes for you. If you want that rare rookie card in your hands, you can have it shipped to you at any time collect like a pro with the ebay vault
2: and zap the ebay vault is climate controlled insured and protected with 24 hours security soon you'll be able to send cards already in your collection directly to the ebay vault they will take high quality photos of the front and back of the card and document all the details for your viewing pleasure, and to make the listing-to-sell process seamless. For more information, go to ebay.com, connecting buyers and sellers globally. And we're going to talk now about our friends at
1: JRI Cards, if that's good with you, Zap. Charlie the Ripper. There you go. If you want to having have a lunch hatch- next week, by the way. You are. Yeah, Charlie and I having lunch nice. at the, uh, Bellagio in West Palm Beach, City Place. Looking forward to it's it. It's been like uh, four months since you took me to dinner
2: as well yeah, as keep, Chrissy in the group. So Keep reading. Keep if, reading. You wanna, yeah, <laughs> if you want to have, have an absolute blast at obtaining some great modern and vintage cards, you got to check out JRI cards. I, Paisan, Charlie, the Iron Ripper, along with Triple H, Money Marco, the Dollar Dollar Girls, and the JRI gang give you the chance to participate in opening an unopened and sealed fresh wax or cello pack of your favorite sport. Who knows? You might wind up with a Nolan Ryan, an Aaron, Montana, Peyton, or even a mantle. It's easy. You buy in, JRI opens the pack on the live stream, and you get a card. It's that simple. As a matter of fact, if you pull that special jewel, the guys at JRI Cards will even have it graded for you. Featured in the LA Times, ESPN, and USA Radio, JRI is the hottest card-pulling show on the Internet. And let's not forget that JRI donates a part of their proceeds to various charities. That's JRI Cards, the break show that everyone is talking about. They're always Digging up cardboard treasures for a great hobby experience. Go to jricards.com.
1: Well done, JR. Thank you. Jm, JP, JD, JD, whatever. JM. JM. Hi, whatever. Right, let's bring in Jordan. We got Jordan a JG. Gilroy. We're
2: going to bring JG right JG now.
1: JG Jordan Gilroy from Leland's. How are you, pal? Good. How are you? Good. What's going on? Where are you now? You're in. Uh, is there any snow where you are?
8: Yes, yeah, snowy New Jersey. Nice.
1: Is it snowing there now?
8: Uh, it was about 20 minutes ago. So yeah, I think we're going to get it through like three o'clock today.
1: Oh, wow. Wow. Another one. Yeah. Yeah. It's snowing yeah. here too in uh, North Palm beach. Uh, no, it isn't. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, Definitely Jordan. That, I know. So let's, let's talk about the last auction was very successful. Give us a little synopsis of that last auction.
8: Uh, we had the focus auction and then we had the last classic in the last couple months. And, you know, it's kind of more, obvious that we're more shifting to memorabilia now that card you know modern cards at least are uh, not a thing in the past just it's not, it wasn't as crazy as it was back in 2020 2021
1: you know um, it's funny because yeah. i have i had a talk with your boss the other day because i have some memorabilia that i'm going to be departing with and uh that's you know he and i had a nice chat and You're going to be the landing place for some of it. That's how you get some cool stuff that I'm going to be handing over to you guys. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm spreading it. As I said to JM, I'm spreading it. You know, I'm kind of consolidating everything. So I'm spreading it to, you know, who has the strength in what. And you guys, man, you guys, uh, memorabilia, you guys are powerful. You really are. No, we appreciate it. Thank you. You got some good stuff coming. Uh, So what are the highlights? The next auction, what do you have coming down the road?
8: We have a Gehrig PSA four-and-a-half exhibit. We have a 1919 Reds team signed baseball. The jersey LeBron wore when he uh, passed Kobe for the youngest 28,000 points. We have a 20s Babe Ruth signed game used bat. Uh, wow. PSA eight overall Walter Johnson signed baseball. A Ruth signed ball with a PSA nine autograph. Just I mean, the list goes on and on. It could you know, go off for thirty
1: minutes. You know, it's funny because now, now that I'm thinking about it, and I told you that I have some pretty cool stuff. It like compared to the stuff you just mentioned, uh-huh. it ain't that cool. <laughs> <you know?
8: laughs> the Ruth jersey, you're not going to put the Ruth jersey in. It? Nah, <laughs> no, I do have. You know
1: what I am? I tell you what I am. I will. I tell you one of the things that I am going to uh, to be handing off to you. I'm going to be handing off to you a first. Uh, it's a Pitching in the Pinch, first edition by Christy Mathewson, signed by Christy Mathewson. Dang. That's I mean, out a-
8: there? I mean, that's something <laughs> I, would, I would mention.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be handing that off to <laughs> you. Awesome. I, t- I talked to half talk <laughs> about that. As I said, I'm trying to spread it. So that's going to be my go-to to you guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's wow, kind one. of a cool. Yeah, One of the next auctions. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Hey,
2: Jordan, um, you mentioned LeBron James obviously just passed Kareem for the all-time scoring record in the NBA. I mean, we talked earlier with Brian Drend. We mentioned, you know, Tom Brady, who's in that, was saying that kind of Ruthian class of athletes in their respective sports. You know, LeBron is – I think he's there. I know a lot of people don't like him. I like him. Um, He's won championships with, you know, three different organizations. He's now the all-time leading scorer. What did that do? I'm sure he was already popular, but what did that milestone do, in your opinion, to his popularity?
8: Um, you know, it was fun because everyone knew it was coming. So yeah. even last year, we were counting down. So this year, when it happened, um, we're like, okay, wow, he actually did it. And then you reflect on his career, and you think of everything at once, and you're like, oh my gosh, he's he's amazing. Yeah. And you kind of don't realize that you know, every day, game by game, but once they give him the thanks and the five-minute ceremony on the court in the middle of the game, then it's like, oh, my gosh, he's really a legend. So it's just solidified what everyone has been talking about for the last 20 years.
2: Yeah, I mean, it took 40 years, you know, almost 40 years for someone to break that record. It was 84, I think, when Kareem said it. So uh, that's, that's significant,
8: you know? Yeah. Hey, Jordan, Who knows if had- it's ever going to get broken again?
1: We had uh, Brian Drenton uh, before you. We were talking about uh, the modern and vintage uh, modern and ultra modern uh, uh, market. You know, uh, I want to get your take as a a young person, uh, a Gen Zer. You are a Gen Zer, right? Is that what you are, Gen Zer or millennial? What the hell are you? I'm in the millennial category. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> point, point, point being uh, point being with, you know, the recent, uh, uh happenings with the uh, Marant, uh, Tatis, uh, uh, you know, the fact that, uh, uh, Mac Jones had a crap year. Um, what advice do you as a millennial give to other millennials that are kind of speculating? Um,
8: I mean, first thing, I just pretty much tell them the list of the players that you just mentioned and say, Hey, if you're going (laughs) to put money into these young guys, you have to know what might come. So just have the mindset, you know, not expect the worst, obviously, because you want to, um, if not make money, at least, you know, retain value, but just go with players that I think that you think will just not get in trouble. And even though. I'm sure all of us thought Morant was fine. It
1: or hurt. It, it doesn't have to be in trouble or get injured, you know. Either or, yeah. uh, like so- Trout. Exactly. So, so uh, can we uh, can we peek into uh, Jordan Gilroy's collection? Uh, do you? Uh, are you a vintage guy, yeah. or you you have a little of everything?
8: A little bit of everything. It's some modern cards that I've had for a year plus. Um, memorabilia. Love memorabilia. Yeah. That's like. I mean, cars are the thing to trade and do the quick stuff, and memorabilia is stuff that stays hidden and just sits there.
1: I know, and it's awesome stuff because the DNA of the player could be right in there. You know what I mean? It's kind of cool. It's very cool. And exactly.
2: did I notice on the site you have some documents of Babe Ruth going to the Yankees? Can you talk about those a little bit?
8: Oh, yes. Yeah. So this was a lot in the Barry Halper Sotheby's auction. Okay. And it contained probably 60 documents um, from the sale of Babe Ruth. And in our upcoming auction, we have three promissory notes between the teams, all PSA encapsulated. The letter that um, Joseph Lennon wrote to uh, Frazzy that actually made him think about selling Ruth. Yeah, And then there are other notes like, you know, Babe Ruth, Transaction is printed on random letters, and it's just they didn't think anything of it back then. But now, I mean, it was crazy. And in '99, in they put these 50, 60 pieces in one lot, <laughs> and now they're all individual lots. God. So, yeah, it's yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I mean, it's that's really interesting.
2: Cool. That, that's that's a piece of American yeah. history, really, you know. So, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah I remember
1: when, when when the T206 book came out, were you with us when we did the book signing at the TD Bank? I, was not, I didn't do that book. Oh, that's right. You're right. That was your was, first that book. Was yeah, you. Yeah, that was your yeah first because book. Uh, we were there with the, uh, uh, the canceled checks uh, from Frizzy. Oh, is that right? Wow. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. No kidding. Pretty cool. Wow. We are chatting with, we got a couple of minutes left. We're chatting with uh, Jordan Gilroy from Leland's. Um, so vintage cards, anything that's real hot right now or is it pretty much the same stuff.
8: Pretty much the same stuff, but I would say there's going to be a top two. I think number one might be vintage signed cards because, I mean, there just aren't many of them. So when something pops up and it's new, there's no comp that someone can compare it to in 2021. So, uh, yeah, and people are just going for rarity. So if a Babe Ruth signed card just gets graded yesterday and it goes up for sale, everyone's going to want it. Um, And number two, I guess, is just like the classic guys, Gaudi Ruths and T206 Cobbs and 52 Tops Mantles. Um, So pretty much the same, but vintage signed is up there, number one.
2: Hey, Jordan, one guy that we don't talk about a lot, maybe not at all, Zap, between you and me on the the show, is a guy just retired, uh, Albert Pujols. I mean, amazing numbers. No no steroid stuff, right? Played for a marquee organization in St. Louis. Seems to have all the things. I mean, great guy off the field. Good point. Right? Good point. Seems to be a guy that has all the ingredients you need uh, to be very valuable in the hobby marketplace. Your thoughts on Pujols, where he is, what you think?
8: He's pretty solid on his rookie cards. I mean, he has like a cult following for his early stuff. Um, you know, now I guess... I guess he didn't have like a huge off the field, like celebrity presence. Maybe that's it. Back fact that he but was still. a good guy
2: actually yeah. might have worked against him a little bit.
8: <laughs> there, was no, yeah. there was nothing. You know yeah. what I mean? There well, you know something. He else, wasn't was very
2: just- charismatic.
1: He was great, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. But I think as time goes on, and you know, you know what I'm saying? He just retired. Yeah. I think as time goes on, you're going to see that's, that's a good investment, that card.
8: Oh yeah, and memorabilia too. Yeah, it's like if someone finds a photo match jersey of his. I mean, I can't think of the last time that one popped up. Yeah. So his
2: and numbers, what, his yeah, numbers it, are you, staggering. If you go I, back, well, and you Right look, now, go back yeah. and look at his numbers. They're absolutely I agree. Listen, staggering. He, he you know? is
1: in the conversation. If you yeah. look at his numbers, he's in the conversation with yeah. Lou Gehrig. He is in the conversation. Yeah. You know. All right. Listen, uh, we're just about out of time. Uh, join your uh, website address.
8: Leland's.com.
1: Lelands.com. Make sure you tell him. Say, you know, Tom and Ellen are waiting for you to get back to them. He'll know what you're talking about. Say it. <laughs> okay. Say it. Say it uh, uh, humorously, though. OK, OK. But this all time. right, Jordan, we love you. Take care. Say hi to everyone. Thanks, Jordan.
8: Will do. Thank you. All
1: right, listen, we're just about out of time. J.M., have a great week. Stay you, warm, stay dry. It's going to warm storm. up the
2: end of the week. The stuff will yeah, all be gone. I'm going
1: to go. Uh, I got to go up to CBS now and pick up some 30 SPF for nice. myself. Nice. Make uh, sure you the, get
2: your, uh, your Melox and your Metamucil as well.
1: <laughs> take care. Chrissy, thank you, honey, for a great job done, as you usually do. And uh, to all. Oh.
2: <laughs> Should I finish? So to all our friends out there, on behalf of are you, back's up. Oh, I never went away. No, you, 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 uh, you froze. So you, we, oh, didn't, didn't we didn't hear that.
1: the end. So do your end again. All right, JM, it's been great. Uh, I love you. And to our viewers and listeners, happy collecting.
3: <laughs> I know it,